Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This is the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Mickey broke the record at Camp Benny's on oysters, about however many you can eat. Captain Mickey has been guiding the Texas Gulf Coast waters for over 40 years, and along with winning numerous national and local tournaments, Captain Mickey was recently inducted into the Saltwater Legends Hall of Fame. Uh, the reason I broke the record is I don't think I had enough money in my pocket to pay for all of them. Because if you break the record, everybody <laughs> with you eats free. Now here's your host, Captain Mickey. Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show, hour number two already. All right, let's uh, start off this hour with Captain Mike Jeffcoat, RJ's Hunting and Fishing. Good morning, Mike. Good morning, Mickey. How are you, sir? Tell me some stories, man. No, man, it was fantastic. I need to send you some pictures. I've been meaning to all week. And I've been, I've been and checking my phone. I hadn't seen anything from old Mike yeah. Jeffcoat yet, but uh, I knew y'all were probably going to light him up. Man. Yeah, I think him girls Facebooked it, but it was uh, it was a uh, oh, it's probably the best hunt I've ever been on. Especially That's good. On it. I mean, the, the the geese were fantastic, but so were the sand hills. I mean, we stood on them sand hills by I don't know eight thirty shooting time out there ain't till like seven forty five. Right, that's pretty quick, man. Yeah. Three apiece doesn't. Hey, when they coming in like that, three apiece doesn't last yeah, long, does it? Uh-uh. <laughs> no, I don't. First two, a kill with four tens. That's pretty cool. Then I let one of Rusty's friends shoot it. He said, "I'm shooting a twenty-two. I said, "Well, but shooting them on three and a half, it wouldn't be hurting you." I'm but, telling uh, you, the geese. So. Uh, that was the best goose hunt I ever put on. They just put them in your lap, don't they? Yeah. And, I mean, this boy, you know, <laughs> he used to sit there looking through that mesh and think he's going to call a shot, and he won't call it. He's going to put them in your lap. He wants them right over top of the decoy or standing yeah. in them. <laughs> but that's how good it's, he is. It's hard to keep everybody down when they get that close and get in there. Yeah, it does. Yeah, and somebody's going to get antsy and go ahead and blow it. Just blow the lid off and start shooting, baby. We had a (laughs) Sunday morning. We had a group of about 50 that had seven or eight graders in it. Oh, man. uh, Yeah, and they flared on us. And uh, he said, yeah, young boys, I was watching both of y'all. Y'all both trying to video this. He said, it just cost us. 
said everybody I'm gonna be like school teachers. You better put their phones in your pocket. So, <laughs> well, we come back. We killed five graders Sunday, so, and one of them was just unbelievable big. So, but no, it was all good. Other than that wind, they got up out there Sunday. Man, oh, I tell you, we've had some winds out of these fronts, man. Oh, I'm going to tell you what. <laughs> we was laying there, and it was, I think it was nearly 10 o'clock, and we needed nine. And he brought a group of about 30 in there, and we didn't kill but six out of it. And I just told him, I said, hey, his name's Will. I said, Will, this wind is. We kind of had a little burn behind us that was helping Knock it off, I said, this one. And that was a big problem, too. I mean, them geese was coming into that wind. The wind was just right for us. But, Mr., when you rose up, shoot, and they turned back at that wind, they were gone. <laughs> I mean, yeah. They grabbed yeah. that wind and that kind of wind. I mean, yeah. that strong, they're gone. I mean, Honestly, just multiply that times five when you're dealing with ducks, especially teal and that kind of oh, wind. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're out of here. But, Anyhow, he said, uh, he said, well, we need like three, I think, for a limit. And I said, we got a limit enough. We killed enough geese. Let's, let's wrap this up. And he said, all right, let's get after it. So let's call had, in the dogs and put out the fire. Yeah, and we had, oh, we had 150 geese decoys out. And him and a couple of other guys has brought trucks. They went to get the trucks. And we went getting decoys picked up. And I'm telling yeah. Rustin. It was all Rustin could do. The stand keep stood up, and he couldn't get more than two. It'd <laughs> blow him down. <laughs> yeah, because I'm telling you, it was all I. I mean, I'm leaning into it. Not old red sand getting in your eyes. And, oh, man. But, yeah. And Not it, on that flat it, land. <laughs> yeah. And this guy, he is so, uh, I mean, he's got a I mean, he's got it going on. He goes beyond professionalism right up in the mode. they all all the guys full of cargo trailer and uh, they've already got the tumbleweeds and everything in that cargo trailer ready for the next morning and that's so easy to set up with them tumbleweeds yeah but, and i mean he had a trailer load of them when we got there that morning set up and we got the decoys up and got back with the trailer and stuff and we went to getting them laydowns up. We never put a tumbleweed in the truck, back in the trailer. They went gone. Blew them all away. Yeah. And when we hit the road, my truck does 22, 23 miles a gallon. Nope. I was down to 17 miles a gallon before I got back to I 20 to turn and get kind of a I believe on. it. Bucking that wind. Yeah. So. It was supposed to be blowing by 50, sustained at 50 by 3 o'clock that evening when we left. It's a wind tunnel up there, buddy. Yes, it is. So, but no, other than that, it was a fantastic trip. So, now we got all You know, people don't realize how much, uh, you know, uh, those high winds like that affects your shot pattern on steel shot. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, you know, on the cranes, and we all we all know, and 
we take lead with us because if he says there's you know there's not going to be any geese, we're going to shoot lead. So we're all shooting lead. Right. You know, and, and there's another thing. When he said there's not going to be no geese, they was absolutely no geese. Always, always saying he'll crane. And when they huh. come, they come. Yep. That's so that, I that guess the deal problem. is when you go on a crane hunt and you take lead with you, even if there is geese, you shoot no geese because of the lead no. factor. Exactly. But in the same field, the next day you can hunt, you know, you can hunt cranes one day and hunt geese the next and yeah. use two different shots. You know, that they always talk about the lead fallout and contamination and all that. What, what's the difference? Yeah. I mean, well, you know? I guess a shorter season or whatever. I don't know. I don't even want to get into it. It's just like these fishing regulations. I can't make no sense out of what they're trying to do. <laughs> Like, All you can do is laugh, man. It's yeah, laughable. I, I just saw that next year for youth season here in Texas, they're going to open it on Friday. You know, does that make a lot of sense? Well, some schools are four days a week. Well, that's some. Yeah, but that's Maybe some. That's not most. That's no. not fair. So why are they uh, opening it on Friday? So it'll be a three-day youth in October, and then uh, I don't forgot they're extending the youth next year at the end of the season too. So I don't know. I guess they don't think we got we've got too many deer. Well, I, I guess can we'll just that uh, just let you know, the kids skip out of school on Friday. I guess so. Uh, you know, and I had a guy tell me out there as we get, we talked about them hogs. He said, you know, you don't have to have a hunt license on hogs. I said, bull corn. He said, no. He said, Abbott passed that bill two years ago. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, if you can prove that, that that's all your hunting is hogs. Yeah, I mean, you got to have a hunt license to catch bull frogs. Now, I understand the feral hog is not a game animal, <laughs> but I'm on. I bet half well, people would. You got to have a fishing time. license to run a crab line, throw a chicken yeah. neck in the water. Used to, you didn't have to. If you used a cane yeah. pole or a chicken line, you didn't have to have a yeah. license. Right. But I bet most people listening don't know you got to have a hunting license to go bullfrogging. They probably don't. So, but, yeah. There's well, crazy things going on. I ain't too much worried about them hunting seasons. I'm worried about this economy more than I am anything. So. You and a lot of folks. It's uh, it's affecting a lot of things in our life. You worried uh, about yeah. this uh, this polar vortex coming into town Monday and Tuesday? You got all no, your pipes wrapped, Mike? <laughs> I ain't worried about that. Oh, I mean, that's... Me and you both, we growed up in a lot colder weather than they're having sometimes now. So I guarantee you. You know, they talk global warming all they want. So I watched it. It cycles the weather. It has to do with El Nino and La Nina and everything else that's been going on since the beginning of time. You know, it's just like uh, I talked to Dwayne, Texas nephew, and he said river bottom everything's filling back up out there now. So, that's what I hear. We've been getting some rain, man. I'm going to find out. I bet it's a muddy mess down there in that bottom right now. 
Ooh, I bet it is. I'm going to find out here about noon time. Are you going down there? Yeah. There ought to be some ducks coming in. I ain't worried about killing Should nothing. be. If you got some good pooling water, you know. Yep. You know, and that's what I miss is that good timber hunting we used to get late in the season like oh, this. Lord. Man, you yes. couldn't you couldn't beat them ducks out of that flooded timber, man. Nope. Now, it's only after the season closes, that's yeah. when we got them. On that return flight pattern, that's when we get them. That's exactly right. Uh, you know, and unfortunately, uh, I'm there when that happens towards the end of February because I'm going to be squirrel hunting. Right. Uh, Suppose he got me a new dog I'm going to try to pick up first next week. Oh, cool. What kind of dog yeah, is it? He's a little feist, half ice, half mountain cur. He's cool. Okay. Is he? Yeah, he is absolutely cool. So, but, uh, cause we got plenty of squirrels, that's for sure. Everybody I talk to, though, in East Texas, it's the same one. It's just. Oh, it's, uh. The squirrel population exploded this year. I don't know. I mean, well, how many it, how many babies do they have? How many times a year do they have them? It's like, a, you know, I'm seeing young twice. squirrels all year long, man. Yeah, they have them twice. Twice? And, yeah. Uh, what was I talking about? Oh, you talking about how many babies? Yeah, they, they've had them because, you know, I had two different groups there that one of them deer stands I hunt down there that uh, I watched go from where they could barely crawl out of that nest and move around just a little bit to where they could go to hopping a little bit. So mm-hmm. now they're up they're up getting it by now. And that's the ones I want. I get that dog, that's the first three I'm going to. The little first young, two. tender ones uh, over a yeah. bed of rice. There you go, buddy. <laughs> Milk-fed. <laughs> uh, with, with a sprinkling of nuts. Right. I don't have any report. There's not much fishing going on right now. Nah, um, it's it's been a roller coaster here the last couple of I weeks. Had a, I had a group uh, that was going to fish tomorrow and Saturday offshore. Nope. I got up Monday morning, and I looked at it. And, uh, I called him. I said, well, you think about six and a half to seven on one day and seven and a half to eight and a half on the next day. He said, I'm out. a little bumpy. <laughs> I'm out. I said, well, yeah, because the captain ain't even going in that. No. You want to. So. Live really to fish going. another day. I've talked to both ballet boys now. They're doing something, too. So, Matter of fact, Brandon, he's on his way out there where I was at uh, today. Right. I feel sorry for him. going to be a little cool out there. Yes. That's uh, Sunday. Sunday morning was our coolest morning out there, and we started out at 20. But that wind got up and it got cold. Well, yeah. That kind of wind in 28 degrees, that wind chills big time. Yep. Yeah, wait till till this next first of the week. That's that's going to be plum bitter and raw out that way. Yeah. The boy that's half owner in that outfit, he uh, he said, Yeah, yep. He said, You're up here next Saturday. I said, No, I'm good. I said, I got a phone too. I think that's four carries. I think it's going to be four degrees there tomorrow or Saturday. Yeah, you hit it just right. <laughs> I don't want to be in no lay down at four degrees. No, I'm, I'm good. But they're going to kill them. They're going to oh, kill sure. them. The great, the great thing about that is, especially on them lazy sandhill cranes, they'll be cold. They'll get up, they'll fly early. 
because they're notorious. Right. You'll lay there and the sun's done up for you ever hear one or see one. Right. And uh, But when it's cold like that, they're going to get up and they're going to come to that wheat and them peanuts. So. Yeah, they got to get food in there, get warm, get some nutrition. It All right, Mike, crazy. I got to roll, buddy. Right, if somebody buddy. wants to uh, call you, give them some info. 832-338-9376. Catch us on the web, no RJ Hunting Fishing. All right, bud. Well, you have a good one, and uh, I'll try to reach you Saturday morning from the river bottom. Yeah, I'll be, I'll, you know, like I said, I'll try to, well, I'll be up. I'll make sure that I'm on that stump. Got my antenna up. There you go. <laughs> you All right, later. Stump. All right, buddy. Yeah. Later, man. Later. All right. That's Captain Mike Jeffcoat. It's time for a break. You're listening to The Outdoor Show. We'll be right back. Sports Radio 610 presents The Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Dusty Winnemucca Road. When along came a semi with a high end canvas covered load. If you're going to Winnemucca Mac with me, you can ride. And so I climbed into the cab and then I settled down inside. He asked me if I'd seen a road with so much dust and sand, and I said, Listen. I've traveled every road in this here land I've been everywhere, man I've been everywhere, man Across the deserts, bare man I breathe the mountain air, man I travel like a head point Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show All right, 521 here in the Bayou City Let's go down to G-Town Let's check in with Captain James Plog Are you on the Winnemuckamack? <laughs> Yo, what's happening, man? Am I on a what? On the dusty Winnemuckamack Road, <laughs> however you yeah, pronounce well, it. Yeah, I like that song. <laughs> that's probably what I'm on. You've been everywhere, <laughs> hadn't you, man? <laughs> I've been a lot of places, buddy. I've been a lot of places. What's happening, man? Oh, just living the dream or somebody else's yeah. nightmare, one or the other. Doesn't matter. I'm enjoying it. R- Roger that, man. Roger yeah, that. buddy. <laughs> Uh, we ain't bottom doing together. Hey, let's all going to going to the bottom together. Oh, um, I ain't got now playing golf right now. Well, got through dove hunting. Now I'm playing golf. Hey, vacation was, time for you. That's what you work all year for. Hey, like Jeff well, goes, going goose hunting, crane hunting. Hey, living the dream. Well, always knock off for a little bit. I was supposed to go back <clears throat> on the fifteenth, but it looks like we got some pretty good weather coming in. So yeah, that's. Uh, pretty stout and it it ain't gonna be nothing no fish killing deal but it's gonna be cold yeah it's gonna be cold so that's a pun a little bit but man i ain't even talked nobody's even been fishing mickey no i I talked to hillman last night did finally get a hold of him you know he's been doing all the south texas back and forth hunting stuff but he he's fished a couple of days and uh he and a buddy has just went yesterday afternoon, piddled around, and they caught a few fish. But he said that tide was low, man. Oh, bro! Yesterday was the yesterday was because I left real early to go play. Yesterday was the lowest of the year. Yesterday yeah. was for sure. I mean, it was empty. Jones Lake was like done, dude. Like empty. Well, hang on and hold my beer. Another one's gonna whistle in here. They're calling for some big yeah. time Northwest tomorrow too. <laughs> yeah, it was man, uh, I forget that well that morning I went to the gym and that wind was smoking and it got nice so the sun come out but man it was blowing <clears throat> so yeah. that afternoon I guess about 4 o'clock man I'm going to go run a little bit 
man, you couldn't hardly run against that wind. It was blowing so hard. Oh, yeah, it was pretty. That's, that's when you, you want know? to run. That's better than a treadmill. Just run into the wind. I guarantee you, buddy, you don't even need an incline treadmill. Just run into that 30 and see how you, you got like. that right. <laughs> so that's it, brother. I don't, you know, you know me. When I start, I start something. Like when I start back fishing, I'm gone. I ain't no more playing. So well, but I lost my first few few customers, Mickey, ever. Uh, you know, because a lot of my guys, I book a lot of my trips right now, and uh, I lost first customers ever over a limit deal, and not just one, a handful. And I was, I was, actually, I was kind of surprised. I was kind of surprised about that. But you're gonna see some more of that in Galveston, Texas. Maybe not Mansfield, maybe not Bathin. Galveston, Texas, you're gonna you're gonna see some more of that. These ain't like knucklehead guys. These guys have been with me. And they're like, Man, James, we're good on this. I said, Okay, man, no problem. I got it. I mean they hadn't even passed anything yet. Yeah, but Mickey, you and I both know it's passed. I mean, all that stuff they're doing now, that's a joke. I knew about this in July. Well, I mean What well, I, I told you. I that. mean, how can a true sportsman, they call themselves a true sportsman, you know? Uh, bail out uh, and not want to make the fishery better. Mickey, I think it's, here's what I think, and and I agree with you. You know me. I don't care one way or the other. I'm I don't tired. either. It I just want to see it better. But, I mean, we all know it's, it's inevitable. We're never going to see it like it was, but, I mean, there's no. always a chance that you can make it better for future well, generations of fishermen. Come on, you know? Here's the deal. These guys, you know, they're they're older guys. And it's just it's just a mindset. The people like you, me, Rousey, Jay, that's what we want. And a lot of people want that. I get it. I want it. But I think the majority of the people that fish around here, not going fish with Jay or Rousey or Patrick in South Texas, they're like me and you. They don't they go to catch a fish, you know, get some pulls. I think it's different in Galveston. I think it's just a little different. Well the average <clears> thing, <throat> you know, these people stand up and you know, gripe and complain and whine about, you know, a limit going from five to three. Hell they couldn't even catch a limit when it was three. I, I agree catch with five. You. I mean, the average I, fisherman, I, I mean, on the krill surveys, the average guy catches one to one and a half fish per trip. One and a half fish per trip. I, I know I got it. You, you know? know about the art, but it's a mindset. It's just the mindset. But like I say, it don't matter to me. I was surprised. I, I was like, okay, you know, but like I say, it, it, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. i tell you what I'd hate to be is Galveston. Not even I'm talking about Galveston. You know, I could leave right now and go run all my trips in Bathing and Mansfield. People begging me to go. And I just ain't going because it's not what I do anymore. I'm anymore, too set in yeah. my ways. I don't, I don't want to go do it. No, I don't. But, I uh, ain't into that anymore either. <laughs> but I'd hate to be a drum, a sheephead, or a gas top in Galveston, Texas because you're fit to take it on the chin, buddy. <laughs> if you're a sheephead about March the 15th, you better swim off, buddy. You better go find you a rock and never come Oh, out. I'm already seeing it, seeing the piles of them sheeps, buddy. They're pulling them up already. Yeah. And, you know, and that's me, too. I should maybe get me a 
different boat or another one, and I can go target redfish. I mean, it ain't that I don't know how. I don't want to. And I'm not great at it. I can get good at it. But I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. I say it doesn't matter to me. I'm, I'm lucky enough here in Galveston. I got enough of my guys, like, for the wintertime that I'm good. You know, we don't – even me, even last year, the last two years, we keep very few fish, you know, when I'm weight fishing and doing my deal this time of year. You know, y'all won't keep two to eat. That's fine. But we're not going to go try to catch, you know, fill a box up with 15 fish or whatever. So that's okay, but we'll see what happens. Well, when I had we'll Bink here in the studio a couple of weeks ago before Christmas – uh, he said it best. He said the guys that spend seven fifty to eight fifty on a fishing trip, they're the ones that don't keep fish. But the guys that want your budget trips, you know, three hundred fifty, four hundred dollar trips, they're the ones that want to load the freezer. A hundred percent. He's a hundred percent right. He's a hundred percent right. But yeah, I'm, I'm telling you, man, I, I was kind of caught off guard. But then these are guys that I know. <clears throat> so, but. You know, whatever it, it doesn't matter to me. But I, you I don't. Buy, I don't think. You can buy a lot of seafood. You know, whether it's shrimp or fish or what have you, for eight hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. And I mean, the the meat hall mentality days that those are gone. I mean, that was back in our early careers. It was just, I mean, it was an endless supply of fish. The environment right. was different. Everything was different then. Yeah, everything's that, different. I mean, in 40 years, you've seen the drastic change. And, yeah. um, I, you know. No, and, no you're, you're, you're exactly right. I wish they, here's what I think sometimes. I think, you know, God, he's patient. He's real patient about stuff. And, ju- and this is just my opinion. From what I've seen, especially this fall, I love the slot limit deal. You and I talked about it long before they implemented it on this. We've deal. been talking about it for as long as I've been on this show, and that's sixteen years. We've always talked about that middle slot. A hundred percent. And I think that's a good try. I think this is just an opinion, I think you should get and, and they eventually will, I think, is some kind of tag you can keep Let's just say two. Maybe you get lucky and catch two. Most guys ain't ever going to catch one. A big trout. And don't put it at 30 inches because this guy's going to go catch a seven-pound trout that's 27 inches. He's going to have to chunk it back. Leave it at 25 inches, but you get two of them, dude. Two a year, not one a day. Get two a year and pick the right one. Uh, There's so many Well, and then you got the other controversy. Everybody goes, well, why do you want a skin mount? Why do you want to kill a fish to mount? You can just measure him and uh, have a fiberglass replica. Well, yeah, you could. They say they're a lot nicer looking. Well, not to me, in my opinion. I'm a trout trout guy, and there's nothing better than an excellent, beautiful skin mount. It doesn't even compute. That's right. It doesn't even compute. They're, They're not the same. I mean, if that was the case, then everybody would just be making up their own uh, own sizes and say, yeah, this is the fish I caught in Baffin one day, and, uh, hell, you can make it 36 inches long, and you can have them build you whatever replica you want. <laughs> Do whatever you want to, man. Yeah. Hey, they can build you a 200-inch deer easy. Look, here you go, dude. Here's yeah, your deer. Yeah, here, yeah. But you're like talking about a fish. I got make me a giant rack. 
Yeah, one or two a year. If that guy wants to stick him, hey, if I catch one that's over 10 pounds, I'm going to stick him through both eyeballs so he don't get off. Yeah. But how often is that going to happen, Mickey? You know, not right. not, not too often. Exactly. <laughs> but I don't care one way or the other. I just, you know, I, I think I would like to see him give this some time because we have so many little – we're just coming off a chance. You know, I was talking to somebody the other day. I said, look, man, you got twofold in Galveston. Number one, we got Harvey out. Just completely emptied the whole bay. So now you're building back. We're coming back. And don't think that freeze three years ago didn't ding them because it dinged them, buddy. Well, that was two dead. years in a row. I think we lost fish two years in a row in those freezes. Yeah, so it's just, it's just time, man. It's just time. But we'll see. I, you know, just from what I've seen this ball, all them little fish or whatever. There's there's a bunch of them in a bunch of places. And well, we've been up. seeing it. At, we've been seeing it every fall since Harvey. And I mean, Harvey, we forget that was seven years ago. Yeah. Well, to be exact, yeah. it'll be seven years this August. You know, we I was looking at, uh, you know, when when the big freeze came, and these are legit pictures, and it's kind of like what happened. I guess Mickey, maybe not eighty three, but eighty nine. Remember those fish never really floated. You didn't find many dead fish. No, eighty nine and really, ninety. Remember we got double whammy that year. We had the Christmas freeze in eighty nine and then the February freeze in ninety. But that dude, them fish was dead littered on that bottom. We're out there driving around <clears throat> between millions uh, of them. Between yeah. Confederate and and uh and Jamaica Beach up there on the old intercoastal, you know, just to the south of it. Right. Dude, they're all laying out there dead, man, and that's you know, these pictures like that, cordwood. that they, like cardwood, they never flow. We saw very, very few fish like we did in 83 and 89. Right. But put a dent in them, though, buddy. So. Well, the thing with 89, you know, you know, we called that the winds of Christmas and all that, you know, because of the, I mean, we had gale force winds for two or three days, and those fish immediately got stunned with those that those temperatures obliterated them so bad they got washed on those shores. If you'll remember, all the dead fish we were seeing in in '83 were pushed up on southern shorelines. You know, yeah, like the east shoreline the of Trinity, the south shoreline of West Bay and East Bay, and those fish right, were just on the, the waves were so big it sure. just rolled them up on the shorelines. That's why yeah, we for saw sure. them. Yeah, kind of like sure, the land man, cut. I'd... Those uh those tugboat traffic, they roll them up off the bottom in there and just uh, push them up on the flats. They just get washed ashore from the tugboat traffic. That's why it's so visible. And what we were talking about, too, you know, because let's just take Mansfield for an example. <laughs> you know, they got dinged, too, in that freeze. It killed, I guess, everything or a lot of stuff. Yeah. And, and they got some really nice fish down there now. Do they have the numbers that they had? Probably not, but no, they, but they, they got them. They got a load of fish from Baffin and Corpus with that hot weather this past summer. All those fish yeah, went got, through the land cut to those cooler, cooler currents because the water got so hot in Baffin. That's what Cliff was explaining to me. We were down there fishing. Yeah, well, because they got them. They got some really, really nice fish down there. Plus, they know? got a big, giant open cut from the Gulf into their bay system, too. That yeah, that east, but that, that east cut comes right in there, dude, right there, man. Yes. <clears throat> So, but I, I think our fishing this winter, I think we'll catch some. But get, I get through with this good cold front here. We'll go start poking around, <clears throat> see what we got. Yeah. I can't really talk intelligent on it now because I ain't been, but I'm fixing to start going. Well, 
it'll come. It's like riding a bicycle. I mean, seriously, <clears throat> it's not rocket science trout fishing. It's uh, you're either on them or you're not. Yeah, I mean, anybody can really catch them is, if they're on them. You just got to be. Yeah, really, the amount of efforts put into it, man. Go beat it up and figure out what's going on, you know. That's it. Develop a pattern and you got them until the next <laughs> one blows I, in. <laughs> hope I get them until the next one comes in. That's it. Hey, the, uh, the Rockstar Tournament Bay wants to follow it. starts, what's today, Thursday? Starts tomorrow. <clears throat> so. There's a bunch of boats in it. I, I think close to a hundred. I just talked to Cameron. Oh ago. man, that is a big one. <laughs> yeah, so there'll be man, there'll be well over a million dollars in it, and the dailies should pay. I don't know, man, somewhere between two fifty and three hundred grand for a daily. Well, rock star <laughs> out, buddy. You can yeah you win one of them. Problem. You can party like a rock star. That's no doubt. Yeah, kid. Right, hey, just buddy. win you daily, dude. We need three hundred grand. That's good. it. That's what I'm talking about. I, I could use that. <laughs> I could use three hundred dollars right now. I could use anything. Right, I ain't hit a lick of a snake. All right, man. Well, if somebody wants to uh, feed your bank account and uh, live the dream and go to the bottom all in one trip, how they get a hold of you, man? <laughs> you got it, bro. Yeah, everybody wants to go wait fish, man. I still, I got, I got some days. So yeah, right. Monday Four and Tuesday nine. ought to be perfect for that, huh? Yeah, if anybody wants to get on this on the board on the bugs there for Monday, man, that'd be good. About falling about thirty, and it's going to be about twenty-two degrees. Be great. All right, buddy. Four nine seven seven one seven three zero six. All right, James. Keep it real, right, man. You, buddy. All right, brother. Right, see you, buddy. See you. <laughs> All right. Well, I need to take a moment to tell everyone about Boyd's One Stop. They're the home of the supercharged, super slimy powerhouse. Croker's located right at the base of the Texas City Dyke at 227 Dyke Road. If you're looking for quality live bait for your next fishing trip, look no farther than Boyd's. From their tanks to your live well, that bait's as good as it can possibly be. And there's no better way to live your bait than with their oxygen response system. No, uh... Live bait boat or tournament boat should be without a rig like this. And uh, you can check them out firsthand at the store. They have it all on display. If you need more info on it, call Jason Cogburn at 281-701-8107. And when you're by Boyd's, check out all their fresh, wild-caught Gulf seafood. No farm raised at Boyd's. All their big U10s, 912s, 1518s. They've always got great prices, great availability. Check them out on the web at boydsonestop.com, or you can call them at 409-945-4001. And when you do, please tell them Captain Mickey sent you. Live from the Twin Peaks studios, Sports Radio 610 presents The Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show. All right. 542 here in the Bayou City. All right. Let's run back to G-Town. Let's check in with Captain Sharky Marquez. Michael, good morning. What's up? What's up, buddy? How are you this morning? Man, I'm still I'm still defrosting from yesterday morning. Right. <laughs> it was nippy in the morning getting out, getting out across that bay, buddy. It, it was it chilly. Warm up a lot nicer later in the day. It got a little better. Oh, it was beautiful. Yeah, it yeah. was beautiful, man. I think the uh, when I got in my truck down this way, it was thirty-seven. I don't know, thirty-eight, thirty-seven, or something in uh, Lamarck. And then by the time I got to Galveston, it was you know up to like forty-two, forty-three, forty-four, and it wasn't terrible. But man, that first hour was cold, buddy. It was cold. Yeah. 
But turned out to be a beautiful day, man. Low winds. We got out there yesterday and uh, um, tried to get some light tackle activity going. You know, we just didn't know how it was going to be after that nasty, nasty weather that we had and, and crazy wind the day before. Um, and, uh, you know, it being the first calm day, you know, kind of hit or miss. Is it is it going to be on fire because, you know, the fish have to eat or is it going to be slow and well, take two days after a, something like that? It should be a pretty – pretty good bite or is how they say it and the young guys now it should be an epic bite for this, uh, <laughs> frontal system you know, yeah that that's back what i'm in, thinking uh, the 80s and 90s you know before those big uh arctic blasts we had some uh you know for a week to two weeks we just had some unbelievable bites going on a trout run like you'll you dream about you know oh yeah oh yeah I mean, That's what I'm talking about, like buddy. Suicide fish, you know, they were just suicidal. Just <laughs> goodness. Crazy. Goodness, goodness. Well, the bite was good yesterday. I mean, we caught some real nice fish and, you know, um, started to see a lot of big red fish still swimming around. And water clarity was kind of subpar at the rock. So, you know, light tackle was – light tackle followed in that area, but – um you know, we caught a we caught a couple of sheephead and pup drum, and you know, um, some real nice big red fish, and it was a good time yesterday. But oversized, it's going to be, yeah, man. Our big boys. I haven't seen, yeah, we haven't been getting much, many of the slot size fish. But you know what? I mean, we just we haven't had two three days where it's been nice in a row in a long time. So what ends up happening is we're fishing. You know, we're fishing. There's just a lot of lot of kind of nasty water, lots of fresh water in there. And mm-hmm. if the light tackle bite is a grind, then you know we have we usually have something to transition to and try to try to put our clients on something, something that they're going to remember, something big. And a lot of times that's what that looks like. You know, just uh, if you fish for two hours for light tackle and you're struggling, you know, it's a it's just a great fallback opportunity to have some cut bait on the boat and be able to put people on something giant you know so right and we saw some we saw some huge redfish last week that we had three days last week mickey where those redfish we got i think 248 inches Good. 247 oh. inches uh jj caught a 48 and a half i mean wow. it was like three days in a row where high 40s you know it was crazy man it was start crazy. crowding 50 inches huge. like that those are some big boys those are monsters. <laughs> they big were girls, whatever they are <laughs> yeah they were big man they were big uh-huh. but uh uh-huh. yeah i know it i know it man it's just we're pulling uh so the plan is we're gonna pull pull but we stuck me and shane's boat in yesterday we took it out for the day before because of crazy wind and we're going to pull, I guess, today because we've got, you know, 30, 35, 40-mile-an-hour winds coming in on Friday. Right. Going to pull them this afternoon, evening, um, stick them back in the water Friday at 8 o'clock at night, run this weekend, Saturday, Sunday, and pull them back out the water on, uh, you know, Sunday night for Monday, Tuesday. I mean, we right. just can't catch a break with these fronts. <clears throat> yeah they're so, calling i mean tomorrow what was it wind gusts could be up to 50 miles per hour down in galveston tomorrow 
I know, I know. 25 to 30 with wind gusts to 50. That's uh, that's gnarly. That's gnarly stuff, man. Yes, it that's is. That's gnarly stuff. So we're pulling, we're pulling them out, digging back in, and golly, just trying to trying to grind and fish any time in between this nasty weather day. You know, these nasty weather days that we can get, but you know, you know um, it's a tough time of year, man. It's hard to you know you put several days together in this kind of it is system. It really is. Man. It is. It is. It is, man. We're uh for the nasty days, we're just re we're just renovating and doing all kinds of crazy stuff over at Bayside and yeah, gee, we've got an open house. open house is that tonight or tomorrow night no something? it's on the oh, 28th no, tonight, tonight's a scoping meeting in Texas City I forgot about that I didn't even, I didn't yeah. even mention that hey don't While scare me like that Mickey yeah that's going to be the like Nestler uh, Civic Center in the captain's room and if nobody nice. has the address it's 2010 6th Avenue in Texas City 6 nice. p.m. Heck yeah. Well, that ought to be good. Yeah, that well, ought to be good. There'll be some we, uh, confrontational topics. Everybody's <laughs> 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 a biologist at those deals. Yeah, yeah. Just grab a bag of popcorn and go, go sit That's in. That's it. Turn your video <laughs> camera on, record it. That's it. That's it. Well, we're looking forward to it, man. We're looking forward to the open house, and uh, we've got man, that? we've got a, a. It's the twenty eighth of January. Um, it's okay. a Sunday, from two to five, and we have man. We're gonna have uh, two different caters, maybe three, providing you know uh, food, appetizers. Um, we're going to have beer, wine, all free, you know, free to the public, beer, wine, um, mimosas, um, we're going to be doing lodging tours. Heck yeah. A little mimosa action, you know? Yeah. (laughs) What is that? Champagne Uh, and orange juice or something like that? Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly right. Break the new year. It's going to be a party, man. It's yeah, gonna be yeah. a party, <laughs> and then and then boat rides. We're we're doing boat rides, so you know you guys can come and we'll hop on, throw you around on the boat on offats, and take you around for a little bit. And so it'll just be fun for the whole family, man. Just anybody that's listening that wants to come and check out our place. That's January twenty eighth. Um, who's who's and, the band playing? Led Zeppelin? No. <laughs> yeah, probably Led Zeppelin. Yeah, and and yeah, pony yeah. rides for the kiddies. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, Led Zeppelin. Yeah. Peter Frampton's the backup. Oh, yeah. You know, it's you know, got a little rush. Gonna end it off on some rush. It'll be good. It'll be go. good. It'll be good. Yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised a young young cat like you knows about bands like that. That's that's oh, sh- that's that music is still good, still better than anything we've ever had. Kind of like well, that's how I know about it. <laughs> That's what we rock on the boat, my man. There you go. I'm with you on that, Shoot. man. I'm into that old rock and roll. Peter Frampton was, I think Peter Frampton was my first, one of my first concerts. And then yeah. Rush, we went on the Rush. We went and see Rush in Houston when I was real young. Rush 2112. I remember that album. Oh, man. It was, I think, uh, man, if I'm not mistaken, I think it was the Snake Tour or something of Rush back. Right. I mean, I'm talking 20, 
Golly. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, 20 years ago, maybe. 18 years ago. I don't know. It was a long time ago. but I, I, remember, I remember those days. We used to hit all of them, man. Ted Nugent, Doobie <laughs> Brothers when they'd come to town. Three Dog Night, Led Zeppelin. I mean, hey, the oh, Stones. Shoot. Bring it on. That's good music. That's good yeah. music right there. Yeah, it is. Uh-uh-uh. Love it, lane. man. Memory lane. That's right. That's right. Well, we'll see. We'll see what happens here. It's gonna be it's gonna be uh man, I mean I was looking into next week and it was it looked like the same. I mean it looked like it was gonna be calm for a day or two and then back up no, to blowing twenty something miles an hour. It's uh next week's not looking too good for fishing forecast, but uh I'm sure I'm there'll be you. souls to brave the elements and go do it. And, and, you know, yeah. you get these deals, this will concentrate and stack fish up, and I'm sure we may have some emergency closed areas, you know, like they always do. Can't yeah. Fishing yeah. off it, you know, that kind of deal. All these deep water haunts where these fish stage up during cold spell. So we'll see. Yeah. We'll look for that. But uh, I don't see anything uh-uh. uh, major catastrophic that will kill any fish. So that that's positive. That's good news. Yeah, that we'll is good it. news. <laughs> that is good news, man. All right, buddy. Well, hey, man, if somebody wants to get with you and call you guys about fishing or come down to your open house on the 28th, give them some info, my friend. Heck, yeah, man. We would love to have you guys. Um, hop on our website. It's Outcast Fishing with no G, charters.com. Uh, you can check out our trip packages, pricing, and availability right there on our website. And then, man, we'd love to have you guys love to see y'all during the open house, January 28th. It's a Sunday um, from 2 to 5 p.m. Um, man, we're going to have food, drinks, snacks, music. It's going to be an awesome time. Bring the family. We'll throw you on the boat. It's a good opportunity to hop on a boat and go for a little boat ride in office and go have some fun. So, man, everybody have there a blessed day. Great talking to you, Mickey. And we'll holler at you on Saturday, buddy. All right, Sharky. Later, man. All right. All, All right, right son. Have a good one. All right. Unfortunately, that's all the time we have for today's show, but we'll be back in the morning bright and early 4 a.m. right here at Sports Radio 610 KILT Houston. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.